Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who would you want to play you in a biopic? Ooh. I'm going to say it can be anyone in history. So it could be like Audrey Hepburn or someone. Audrey would be good, but I feel like that's kind of like big noting myself. Like she won't care. To, she, won't, she wouldn't want to play this, would she? <laughs> Maybe she wants to do like a small role, I don't know, like an indie film yeah. that doesn't get she doesn't get paid for. All right, under those conditions, I'll say her. <laughs> Who would do it for me? Morgan Freeman, obviously. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Players, ready? Quiet, please. That's what Sine tells me they say at the beginning of a tennis match. <laughs> I haven't seen much tennis. I've seen some tennis. I'm not a tennis fiend like you are. Well, I've mellowed in my fiendishness. But, but, yep. Since meeting you. Oh, so it's my fault, is it? No, no. I just when the Australian was open, when the Australian opens on, I used to get the little like fold out thing in the newspaper and like track them all and write little names in bits so I could see who's going to get there. And then you just don't care for it as much as I do, and that's fine. We have other things. We do. <laughs> This is I Only Like You, by the way. It's our podcast where we review movies. This week we have seen Battle of the Sexes starring Emma Stone and Sine's crush, Steve Carell. He's not my crush. He's a bit your crush. No, he's not my crush like Matt Damon's my crush. Do you remember that time when you tr- you <laughs> when I turned to you and I said, I think I have a crush on Matt Damon, and you were like, yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you just worked out. But I didn't realise I, I had a crush on him. I thought I just really liked his mm, work. Enough. But I'm not sure I have a crush on Steve Carell. You respect and admire him. I just love him. <laughs> In a platonic way. <laughs> the film is directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Farris, husband and wife team behind uh, Ruby Sparks. Great, great film. Great film. Little Miss Sunshine. Great film. Another 10 out of 10. Battle of Sexes. Probably not as good after those two, but still pretty good. Mm. Before we get into the film, yeah, can I just have a little tangential here? Hasn't stopped you before? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the board game that used to be called Battle of the Sexes? I do remember that. It was big like when we were kids. It was big when we were kids. I remember my mum and dad playing it like in the 90s. Really? And it had, it had like the symbols of mm. male and female and they were like, you know, boobs in a bikini top or something. Is it a TV show or something? I think or... it might have been a TV show and then they did a board game of it. I remember it was a big thing and everyone mm. was being a bit like, it was a little bit naughty, risque. It was, that's it. right, yeah. Because... Maybe the board game came first. I don't know what, what happened, yeah. Because when I found out the title of this film... Did you think it was adaptation? Well, I thought there was <laughs> going to be some elements of it. <laughs> Now, I think the Battle of Sex refers to how it was a man playing a woman oh, in the game. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the film stars Emma Stone 
playing Billie Jean King. Mm -hmm. And he was a massive tennis player back in the day. Who which we don't really know a lot about because we're from Australia. Yeah, I think if you pressed me, I would have probably known of her. I wouldn't have. No. But that's fine. But interestingly, we would have been able to name Margaret Court in an instant. Yeah, well, that, that tells you something else about our <laughs> cultures, doesn't it? Yeah, but that, that, that's fair enough. Like, I don't think in, in 50 years they're not probably gonna, not going to know. They'll know Federer probably and they'll know mm. Nadal. Mm. Will they know Leighton in America? Probably not. Probably not. So, there you go. You know. Yeah, the film, it's about her struggles to start trying grab equality for women in tennis playing in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. I liked all that stuff. That was really cool. Super Starting her own, her own federation and whatever and her own circuit. Great. It's also about her uh, discovering her sexuality, mm -hmm. which was a big thing back in the 1970s, especially mm. for a, a public figure. Mm -hmm. And it's also about Steve Carell as Bobby Riggs, who is a... He's certainly a character, isn't he? He's a self-described male chauvinist. Yeah. How much was that real, though? How much it was him just playing up to, to be a publicity whore? I don't know if he actually was that sexist as he was playing. The was role. playing but I remember He's... when he pitched the, the match to her, he was like, think of the publicity, think of the headlines. You know, yeah. I, could get, I could be relevant again. I think it was yeah. more of a, a way that he could mm. find to be validated. So Bobby Riggs was a big player back in the 1940s, apparently, and by the 1970s he's not anymore and he's a gambling has a gambling problem and he sort of has this idea of best male tennis player versus best female tennis player mm -hmm. and the idea is like he's all over the hill and if he can beat the current world champion female player that it would prove men are better than women once and for all yeah so in that i don't know the, the film had all the elements of of good great movie but didn't really Get there. I just wasn't like taken by it as a lot of other people seem to have been. It wasn't. It didn't engage me very much. Like it was interesting and it was sort of a biopic, but I still felt very distanced from it. I wasn't really in it as much. Um, mm. And there were moments when I was in it, like I think, I'm not sure if it was direction or performance or just um, imitation, but the way that the male characters treated the female characters by small things, by putting their arm around them when they were speaking and by mm. calling them dear and that kind of thing. That really got me riled up and really, you know, into it. Um, I'm just not sure it it's as good as everyone's saying. Like, it had something there, but I'm not sure. Like, it was fine. It was a fine Hollywood film. It was like, you know, middle of the road, not trying to do anything too crazy, fine. But I just... I don't think that's enough to be fine anymore. Like I really want to be taken aback and because we know how good movies make us feel, it sometimes feels like a little bit of a letdown when a film isn't as good as it could have been. Yeah, I totally agree. The, I think that the movie was better when it was focusing on her establishing the, the female tennis federation. Yeah, yeah. When it got to the other stuff, I was like, oh, it's fine. I did like the scene where he was playing tennis Holding, it, holding the dogs and, yeah. like, the gambling thing. That was really cool. Mm. But every time it sort of went to Steve Carell, it seemed like it lost its momentum to me. It just wasn't as interesting. Yeah. The great moments of the film were, were when she was kind of, like, standing up for herself and when she had the conversation with the, I forget his name, the guy who's in charge of the tennis thing, Jack or something. The commentator. The dude. commentator, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and when she also turned to the reporter in the end and said, well, do you have a mother? Do you have a sister? Like that, they're really cool moments. But I'm not sure that those moments of her where you're like, yeah, rooting for her were enough to carry through the whole film. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a problem with biopics as well when you don't know that much about the person. Mm. I think if you had a you know, great love and understanding of Billie Jean King's career, you would have got more out of the movie. Very true. And that's like not anyone's fault. It's just it's just a fact of life. Like the elements about Margaret Court's character, they were more interesting to me because we know what's happened, yep. especially the last few years when she has taken her anti-gay crusade. Okay. She uh, continued and carried it on and made it even, she uh, emphasised it even more in public. So when those bits happened, it's kind of like, yeah, I understand what's going on here, but other stuff was... She was played brilliantly by Jess McNamee, who used to be in Patch the Rafters and mm. is a pretty prominent Australian actress. I had no idea she was even in this, and she did. Mm. She nailed it. She was so great. Um, but should a biopic have to rely on outside knowledge or should the film just stand by itself? Very good point. Probably the latter, but it is a biopic about somebody's life and you can't get every single detail unless you've got like mm. a 12-hour documentary to yeah. go into every facet of someone's life. Of course, it's going to be stuff that you have to assume the audience will know or pick up later. Well, that's the difference between making a biopic and making a doco as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, do you reckon, I think there are documentaries about this and I reckon that without having seen them, could have been better as a documentary mm. because like we could have seen actually how this mm. played out rather than the Hollywood version of it. Well, the, my biggest gripe with the film was that I'll just say it and you can hopefully put it in a little nice box for the audience to understand. You can act as translator. But the way that they, like there was this big build-up for whether whether or not she would actually play him. Right, and it was treated in the film like it was this big reveal, and oh, we're not sure if she's going to play him or not. And then we were supposed to be like, "Aha, she's going to do it." We already knew that. Mm-hmm. We already knew that she played him. We so, know what happens. So half the movie was yeah. Lost. So half the movie's building up to this thing, and there's no. I'm not on the edge of my seat because I I know the outcome, you know. And I really we've spoken about this before so many times on the podcast about playing with audience expectations, and this film did not do that. This film just was off doing its own thing and it's like no one thought to go, hang on, the audience knows what happens here. Mm. Instead of like treating them like they're stupid and walking them through it, maybe we could be like turn that on its head a bit or, or be a bit more intelligent in the way we're communicating that. Because all the stuff about her, you know, trying to start her own female tennis league and all the other female players and all of that, as you said, was really interesting. But the stuff where it's like building up to will she, won't she, will she, won't she, we know. Hmm. We know what happens. So stop treating it like it's this big surprise. Treat like, it like we know and then do something different, you know. Or put some dramatic irony in there where we know that she's about to do it so you can subvert expectations of what the character's about to do with the audience that's having what expectations I mean. of it's already, we already know what's going to happen. Exactly, so. exactly. And I think that's good for like five minutes, but the way this movie played out, it was about half of it was leading up to this thing and then... yeah. The next little bit was about yeah, what's going to happen now. But, that, like, you're right, they could have just... Here's my thing. Maybe was it about starting the female tennis league? Mm. Was it about um, her sexuality and then her divorce or her breakup with the husband that's imminent? Or was it about this battle of sexes and Bobby Riggs? Exactly. Because movies about all, all sorts of, of things. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't to say that you can't have complexity, and obviously she's a quite 
she's quite a complex character and has lots of facets and lots of things she was trying to do and that's, you yeah. know, great. But in a film, in a dramatization of that, I think you need to be careful about the structure of your story and what you choose to include because, as we said, if you're going to include everything, it may as well be a doco. So why don't just do one thing really well instead of trying to do mm. different facets of it? Um, and you could hint at the other things maybe. You maybe didn't need to go in as de- as much depth as you did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really liked the technical stuff of the film. Costumes, makeup were amazing. Performances were great. They did a lot of um, film techniques that were felt really 70s and really vintage in the way that they did it, like the old um, filming of the building in the city and then zooming into the yeah, um, lots of window, zooms. Like, that kind of thing. I appreciate all the zooms. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, so it definitely made you feel like you were in the 70s, in the period, and it definitely felt really realistic. I'm just not sure it hit all the right notes with its structure and with its plot and the way that it sort of, um, t- I don't know, like rode out what, what was happening. And that's not to say like, it's interesting seeing her decision process, right, to making the decision to go and play with him. It just happens too late in the movie. Because... It happens too late in the movie and also it's treated like it's a big shock and revelation. I don't mind seeing the decision process and seeing the thing leading up to it, but maybe you need to handle it a little differently. You know, I don't know, have have a flashback or concurrent storylines or something, you know, where she's playing him and then the decision to do that mm-hmm. or I don't know. It just... It was very slow. I totally agree. I hate when a movie is about, in this case, it's about the battle of the sexes, Mm. what it's called. It's on the poster. It's on the trailers. If you're talking about this movie, you know it's a movie about her playing him, right? And so, but then it puts that right at the end of the movie as as the climax, which is fair enough. But then leads up to the whole movie, leads up to a decision, will they, won't they, as you said. It's like, don't muck around with it. If that's your movie, Mm. make that your movie. Yeah. It's like they didn't wait for half of Die Hard to get him in the building exactly. defeating the terrorists. Exactly. We he, all know he, that's going to happen. He was there within the first 20 minutes. Yeah. First 15 minutes probably. Yeah. You're right. Maybe they should have flashbacks. That would have been cool. During, during the Yeah, like game. have the thing be the game and then have flashbacks of explaining how she got there or or have the, that start halfway through the film where they do mm. a concurrent sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't really... The bits that I was really interested in and the bits that I'll probably research afterwards would be from a documentary because I was actually really interested in the Women's Tennis League and what happened during the game and how it was this big spectacle and um, I hadn't heard of the match before I'd seen this film. You know, finding out that bloody Margaret Court almost stuffed it up for them because she wasn't clever enough to see Bobby Riggs's games when he was trying to play her mm. and then make... Well, she lost the make, first one. Yeah, because she, she fed right into what he was trying to do, which was make... Um, women seem lesser than, which is super frustrating that, of course, Bloody Margaret Court almost ruined the whole feminist crusade of sport. But that kind of stuff, I'm not sure that it, you know, it was interesting in this, but I'm not sure that it had its place in this. I I didn't get as much detail as I would have wanted from certain things and then I got too much about other things. Um, I wonder if there's an issue because when you're making a biopic, especially about someone that's still alive, Maybe you're too close to the material. Maybe it's harder for you to step back and say, this is on an interesting, this film is on an interesting topic, but is it an interesting film? Do all the elements work? Do we convey our message properly? And I wonder if that's harder to do when you're the writer, director, actor who's very involved and very 
talking to the person that you're making it about and it's really insular. Um, that's where we hopefully have studios. The, the good way that studios can be involved is to say, hey, I don't think this is working and I'm not sure. I just, I don't know, something was missing here with this. Yeah, I don't know what happened during the writing and the mm. making of the film, so I'm not sure what, about that. But, you know, they still made a good movie, though. Let's not, not be too down on it. Just wasn't as good as it perhaps could have been. And I reckon if it was just about the, the game itself mm. with those other bits complementing the game rather than the game just coming way too late in the story, mm. that could have been better. The film does get you really down when you see how the women are treated and you're like, oh, we haven't actually really come that far. Yeah, it's a problem with historical films. I've, I've seen this before, films set in the past where, we, like in this film, it's we're showing, showing the sexist men and the women are standing up and it's like, oh, look how bad these men are back 1970s mm, when mm-hmm. probably not that, you know, implication being we're so much better now. Yes. When probably not no. in certain areas. It's hard to, especially in the political climate, it's really hard to watch a film that's generally, well, I watch films for escapism mainly, and it's hard to do that when you're being shown the exact thing that you're trying to escape from, you know? Well, they still they still say that about... Women's tennis, women's sport in general. Mm-hmm. It's not as exciting. They're not as good, so they don't deserve as much money or to be on TV. Yeah. I saw that like week, a couple weeks ago. I know, yeah, they still talk about it. So it's really frustrating seeing this because you're like, oh, well, what have we been doing for the last, you know, 40 years? Nothing. Mm. Nothing. Actually, I was reading this in relation to the upcoming Rugby League World Cup and lots of players have not going to play for Australia or New Zealand. They're going to play for the lesser, the lesser, the lower tier nations like Tonga and Samoa, uh, instead of you know getting the big bucks playing for Australia or New Zealand or England, mm-hmm. and people have been criticising them and and whatever for turning their backs. But also, I think it's good that they're playing for the other countries because they get more of a chance. But this idea, I read this article. It said we don't necessarily have to have every game being the best versus the best. Mm, so that's interesting. It's actually sometimes the games are better when the people are actually passionate. Mm-hmm. For where that for who they're representing and who they're playing for, yeah. And I'm tr- trying to draw a longbow here to women's tennis, but the idea that oh, people only watch tennis because they love because Federer and Nadal are the best athletes out there, and women aren't as good athletes. I'm not sure that's even true because mm-hmm. plenty, Serena Williams is, you know, a great athlete and could probably beat lots of men, yeah, playing tennis. But it's just a weird argument that because people watch Nadal and, and Murray and all the other people. For a number of reasons, not just because they're the best. Mm. People support Leighton Hewitt down in Australia, not because he was the best tennis player, but because he was an Australian. Mm. And they don't rep- and they don't like Kyrgios because he's an idiot. Yeah. So. And it's a representation of the country and the culture and the people yeah, as well. Totally. Yeah, totally. So there's there are plenty of reasons to watch that, you know, we could have women playing all different sports, but this idea that people aren't going to watch them because they're, women, mm. well, you know, well, that's probably true because people are racist yeah. and sexist and whatever. It just is an odd argument, isn't it? It's one of those backwards arguments where they just don't like women and yeah. so they, they try and find anything they can to to not support them. Even like in this film they latch onto half-truths about women um, biologically not being as strong oh, as men and yeah. stuff and then twisting it to fit, to fit their narrative that therefore mm. women can't play. Well, we've we shown that down under this year where – there was a female AFL um, mm-hmm. league, and the whole idea between no, women wouldn't do that. People wouldn't watch it because they'd rather watch the men who are better at it. 
it was more successful than the actual men's AFL this year. People got behind it because it, because it was new and it was exciting and whatever. But it just shows that if you market something properly and you, and you just put it out there, people are going to like it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we, we kind of sexist and racist throughout the world, even though it seems like that might be <laughs> it the seems case. Seems like they might be, yeah. But you know, it just shows that those arguments are stupid. Mm. So yeah, I would recommend watching this movie though. Don't don't get me wrong; it's not a bad movie, and it's an interesting time period. And and if you if you like tennis, I think you'd probably get something out of it. Mm. If you like Steve Carell and Emma Stone, yeah, as the as the lady told us, and she gave us our tickets. Oh, two good actors in this one. <laughs> I think it's... She's got a crush on Steve Carell. <laughs> Do you reckon? I don't think you could have got anyone else to play Bobby Riggs, though, apart from Steve, because I don't think anyone else could have had the same likability. Like, even when he's saying really sexist things and really awful mm. chauvinistic things, you still, you still like him and you still know that he's probably not, his heart's not in it and that kind of thing, you know. I'm not sure you could have had yeah. that same reaction with someone else playing the role. There's also goodwill there. Yes. For Steve Carell. Yes. And with Emma Stone as well, people mm, mm. like her. So. What would you rate this film? It's probably three out of five, isn't it? Yeah, probably yeah. three out of five. Like, it's fine. Watch it, probably. Mm. But um, don't go in expecting too much. Because <laughs> then, if you like it, mm. then you'll have a happy surprise. Happy surprise, yeah. You know? Well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, ball boys. <laughs> is, that, is that what they say? I don't know. I don't think they actually announce thank you ball boys to the stadium, but they probably say thank you to them later. <laughs> I'm not sure. You should have gone game, set, match if that was your ending thing. Why don't you say it now and then it can be the end? Okay. Game, set, match. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> thank you ball boys. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.